This podcast deals with disturbing subject matter. Listener discretion and headphones are advised. Hey guys. Wow. Only two episodes left in season two. And both of them are something pretty special. So a few weeks ago, we got to do a presentation at Geronimo Hospitality Group, a pretty big company in our area. And thanks to Geronimo for letting us do that. And during the presentation, we did a little contest and whoever won would get to narrate an episode of Through the Fog. In addition to that, we were given four hours of studio time in a professional podcasting studio. This episode is the result of that. You'll probably see more of these episodes recorded in that studio in the future. But for now, enjoy Around the Corner, written by Dark Hero and narrated by Malia Buchanan. And this story is extra special because it takes place in Malia's hometown and is a real urban legend in that area. Morgan's Corner is located on the island of Oahu and is a hairpin turn on Pali Drive, which used to connect Honolulu to Kaneohe before being replaced by the Pali Highway. It was named after Dr. James Morgan, who built his home inside the bend in the 1920s. By day, it is quite beautiful, much like the rest of the island, but at night, its true horrific form creeps out from the darkness. Morgan's Corner, you see, is one of the most haunted places on Oahu. The area is said to be plagued by apparitions, unexplained noises, and disembodied screaming. There are many stories to tell about the place, and it's fun to scare some of the unsuspecting victims. I mean tourists. These stories are all in good fun for visitors, but as someone who lives on the island, I can tell you that not all of them are completely false. As teenagers, my friends and I had always heard the whispers regarding Morgan's Corner, but brushed it off as stupid little tales our parents would try to scare us with. So as dumb teenagers do, one night we decided to see if the stories were true. A test of courage for a few high schoolers with nothing better to do on a Friday night, I hopped into my brother Ethan's car along with my best friend Maya, and we sat out on an adventure. You know, I wouldn't judge you girls if you changed your minds right now. Ethan said while looking into the rearview mirror at me and Maya. Whatever, you're the one sweating right now, I said as I reached over and ruffled his hair. Relax, I'm driving here, he shouted. I almost missed the turn. I looked over towards Maya to see her eyes open wide as she stared straight ahead. Hey, you all right over there? I asked as I placed my hand on top of hers. Maya's hand was shaking. I squeezed it with mine. Hey, Maya, 
You're just a bunch of dumb stories. If you want to go back, you can, I said, trying to calm her down. She let out a sigh and placed her other hand on mine. <sighs> it's no big deal, she said with a lighthearted laugh. It's just a little drive. We sat in silence for a few minutes as we took in our surroundings. The car was surrounded by trees and the road ahead was barely illuminated by the headlights. The car rocked back and forth as Ethan maintained his course on the twisting road. The hum of the engine filled our ears until Ethan groaned and switched his radio on. A rush of loud music noise erupted from the speakers, causing us to all jump. What the hell? I shouted, shielding my ears with my hands. I don't know, this hasn't happened before. Ethan yelled as the static grew louder and louder. Turn it off! Maya screamed. I rushed forward and clicked the radio off. Ethan suddenly slammed on the brakes and I felt myself jump forward. Thankfully, he stopped me with his right arm. My neck collided with his forearm, but it was better than hitting the windshield. What is wrong with you? I yelled as I smacked his head. I was so angry until I saw his terrified face. His eyes locked on something in front of him. I followed his gaze to what was in front of the car, and I could see the sudden bend in the road. The path trailed off into darkness. The beam from the headlights were unable to reach out towards the shadows. Did, did, did you see that? Ethan stuttered. Yeah, I saw it too. Maya chimed in. I continued to stare ahead, but all I could see were trees and blackness. What are you two talking about? I whispered. Ethan's gaze was frozen to the empty road in front of him, and he muttered, so Something just popped up in front of me. I felt Maya's hand on my back, and it was ice cold. There was a girl or something, dressed in white, standing in the middle of the road, Maya proclaimed. I let out a nervous laugh. What? You can't be serious. Stop trying to scare me. It won't work, Maya shouted. It's real! And a sudden, unnerving quiet fell upon us. A loud thump came from the roof of the car that shattered the still silence. I'm getting us out of here, Ethan said. Screw this ghost stuff. We're not going any further. I sat back in my seat, a bit relieved that we were going to go home. Ethan turned around to see behind us, and I watched in horror as I could see the blood drain from his face. Oh, oh, oh my God! He said with a wavering voice. Maya and I slowly turned our heads just a couple of feet behind us was what looked like a young girl dressed in a nightgown. The lights from the rear of the car bathed her body in red. She stood there with her legs bent in an awkward position. At first, I thought it was just too dark to see, but I realized that she had no head atop her shoulders. Drive, drive, I shouted at Ethan. I felt the car move as I thought the girl's body became more distant. We have no choice. We have to go through the corner. Maya said under her breath. I couldn't rationalize what we had just seen. The sound of our racing hearts drowned out the hum of the engine as we continued towards Morgan's corner. We took the turn and we went on and on and on. Why haven't we turned straight yet? Ethan, what the hell is happening? I asked. Ethan began to accelerate a bit as he answered. I I don't know what's going on. This, this turn won't fucking end. Then another loud thump could be heard from the roof of the car. Maya slid over and clutched onto me. What's hitting the roof? Then another loud thump came. Then another. Then another. It came every few seconds. Maya began to sob. This place won't let us leave. The thumping noise above us became louder and louder as Ethan continued to drive. Stop the car, I said. Ethan 
ignored me and continued to drive. But I said it again, more forcefully. Stop the car. The car screeched to a halt. There was nothing ahead of us except darkness and a small bit of road illuminated by the headlights. Wait, just wait here for a second, I said as I reached towards the door handle. I slowly crept myself out of the car and I looked at the roof of the car. I tried to scream, but the sound wouldn't leave my throat as I saw in absolute horror a pair of legs dangling over the road. I followed the legs up to find the body of a girl dangling from a tree branch above us. Then a spine-chilling scream erupted from the darkness atop of us and we quickly got back into the car. Drive! I demanded and Ethan slammed his foot onto the gas pedal. The car roared to life and we moved forward and we stayed forward until we ended up on the dark side of the poly drive. We continued our drive until we turned onto the main roads and set our destination back home. The three of us never talked about it. We refused to ever talk about it again. Every time I hear someone talk about Morgan's Corner, I try to brush off the feeling to make it all in good fun, but much like the area, I'm haunted by what happened there. Through the Fog is recorded and edited by Hopkins. Intro and outro by Katie Kemp. For more stories, go to www.throughthefog.org. We'll be back in two weeks, so keep your eyes on the fog.